Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis, and this is uh, the new season, season two, episode 26. And uh, this program is brought to you by The Loop, a radio station in Chicago, WLUP-FM 97.9. And here is a commercial that I po- that I posted on a previous podcast episode. So enjoy. I'd like to tell you about a remarkable radio station. Get it up, Chicago. This is Steve Garland covering with the Rude Awakening on the morning loop. Carry on my wayward side. Hi, it's me, Les Tracy, with Good Rockin' on the loop. Good Michael's cruising through the afternoon at the loop. This is rock and roll radio. Sky Daniels on the loop. You have a remarkable mouth. We have a remarkable radio station. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we are back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial. Uh, as I said before, this this is the first episode of season two, which actually is episode 26. And it's a special episode I would talk about because uh, 40 years ago today, I graduated high school at Bogan High School in Chicago on June 5th, 1981. And uh, I, I probably will be talking about that for the entire episode, I could add something else, but we'll see because of time restrictions. So um, I won't go into much detail. I'm, I probably will, not very much, but uh, I will talk about all the four years, but I would just, just the highlights I would talk about. So not every day or every week. So I won't do that. So uh, freshman year, I started at Bogan High School. September 1977, and uh, I graduated from elementary school, which was a parochial school um, that was located in Pales Hills, and it was called Correas Elementary School, and it, it was a good school, but uh, uh, the school that I was there, uh, I felt isolated. You know, we, would, we didn't go anywhere, and it was just us and just the kids and the teachers and the other kids, so... Uh, and we wore school uniforms, and uh, we didn't associate with other people, just Greek people. What's that's nothing wrong with that, but it's it's fine. And I still talk to these people today. And uh, when I enrolled at Bogan for freshman year, I entered a world which I was unfamiliar. I was excited, I was scared, but mostly excited to go into a new place. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then meet new people, uh, take some uh, new classes, and it was a new environment, and it was it was nice, very nice. And uh, I remember my parents took me there for the first day because I was nervous, I really was. So uh, freshman year was fine um, in the beginning. I got to know uh, a few people, and then go into cl- attend classes, get to know the teachers. 
Um, I remember a few classes. I remember my first class I attended, and that was music, and that was by Miss Fitzgerald, a very lovely lady, and she was head of the chorus, the girls' chorus group that uh, they sang at Four City Mall and uh, special events at school, and a very nice lady. And uh, and then other classes I remember, I remember science class, and it was Miss Hare, and she was a very um, lively, animated woman, but she knew her stuff, and uh, she was very smart. And uh, other courses I'm trying to remember, not really, but the only the only thing I remember is the last course of the day, and it was English, and that was at the Mobile home, you know, like the, I forget what they're called, but they were like the Mobile homes, like the, and they were located outside the school, right where you learned driver's ed. And uh, there was a teacher named Miss Altman, and she seemed very calm, very nice. Uh, unfortunately, I heard she passed away right around senior year, which was uh, very sad. And uh, during, you know, the first year of school, you get your, you get to uh, get to know your surroundings, trying to familiarize. And uh, you also attended uh, study hall, which was either at the auditorium or in the library. And uh, I remember I, att I attended in the auditorium. And uh, most of the kids there don't really study. They just talk or goof off or fall, I assume fall asleep, <laughs> which is funny. And then, uh, you know, during the hall, you know, when you walk out in the halls, you meet people, you say hello and all that. And then uh, one, oh, one of the class uh, that you meet twice a day is division. My division was one, one, one. And my teacher was Miss Barbaro, very nice lady. And uh, I remember most of the kids in my class, you know, and uh, meet twice a day, like I mentioned. And then uh, they call it the homeroom. That's what they said. Uh, you know, uh, for lunch, I did go to the cafeteria almost every day. But sometimes uh, kids don't particularly care the food. So they either go out. And I did that as well. So you hung out at Toby's Snack Shop on 79th Street, right outside the school. There was Mr. Submarine. Uh, actually, I knew the owner because he's Greek, of course. And then on diagonally, like across the street from the school, well, there was a standard gas station. But right across the street, there was the uh, plaza. I think it was called Crestline Plaza. And there was Barnaby's Pizza. Uh, they're all gone, but there's one, I think, in Northbrook or Des Plaines. I, I don't remember exactly, but there's one left in Chicago. And I, I went there a few times. Pizza was pretty good. I remember they, there was the numbers that lit up when you order. It was very strange. Uh, Barnaby's was there for a, quite a while. And uh, then after that, it it left and it changed to Sorrento's and that was there for a long, long time. And then I remember later on it opened as a sports bar and then the Sandpiper restaurant. And then all of a sudden, uh, plus a couple doors down was Crestline Pharmacy. So uh, they tore that down. They tore the whole plaza down. Now it's just an empty lot. Before that, it was a BP gas station, but I don't know what happened to it. So now uh, somebody wants to buy it and build something. I hope they do. And of course, across the street from Bogan is White Castles. And everyone who graduated from Bogan remembered that place very well. 
And I went there almost all the time, even after sophomore year, junior, um, senior year. Went there all the time. And I remember uh, you enter in. And they had these uh, the stools, the blue. They're covered uh, with the um, the cushions that were all blue. And you order in. If you plan to eat there, you're supposed to eat your lunch and then leave. There was no loitering. I remember the manager there. She was a tough lady. Ooh, she was a tough cookie. And if you want to go to the bathroom, uh, you have to stand by the men's room or ladies' room, and then they buzz you in. You can't just walk in. So they were very strict, you know, it was, uh, sometimes you felt intimidated while you're having lunch. And then I remember the phone booths outside, you know, I saw kids uh, hanging out. They would, uh, you can um, make a call and do that. They had phone booths in uh, Boken, you know, I remember that. I saw pictures that in from the yearbooks, which was kind of cool. This is before cell phones, texting and all that. And White Castle's, um, you know, sometimes you go outside and I see, you can see kids smoke, you know, doing other stuff. <laughs> and uh, and then um, another place that a lot of people went to was Tasty Freeze. That was down the street, uh, 81st Street. Uh, that's long gone. Uh, the White Castles is, was been, has been there since, I think, like the early 70s. And uh, they tore that down in the middle of the 1980s and they replaced it with a modern one, which I don't like it. Uh, I've seen it because they have now they have a drive through The previous one didn't. So um, the food's still the same. I remember when the fries, the French fries were much tastier when I was high school. Now they're okay. You know, I still eat White Castles now and then, but it wasn't the same anymore. Um, freshman year, uh, like I said before, it was uh, fine for the beginning. Then all of a sudden, uh, kids noticed me, and because I'm diff- I was different, and then they started picking on me, being bullied, because I was so odd. You know, everyone had to be the same. You got to be with the gang. You got to be the in crowd, and uh, that's not an easy thing to do. So it was not pleasant. You know, uh, there were days I would be uh, living in fear. At night, sometimes I would be sad. I'd be crying in my sleep, you know, worrying about the next day, you know, because kids were nasty, calling me names, swearing. Uh, sometimes teachers intervened. Sometimes they didn't. They just ignored you. You had, you had to fend for yourself because I was not bullied by one or two kids. I'm talking about a lot. Even kids that weren't in my class, I don't even know them. I remember one kid that picked on me. I never met this guy before. He started harassing me for no reason. I mean, come on. That was about Sometimes uh, they trip you. They put gum in your hair. They did that a couple times. You know, I, so uh, freshman year was rough towards the end. Then, uh, oh, also at the cafeteria, I remember where they had all the Coke uh, bottles. You know, if you wanted a Coke or 7-Up. Uh, there was somebody there in the middle of the cafeteria and they would open uh, a bottle of pop for you and they gave it to you. And then, um, so, uh, like I said, I didn't dine much in the cafeteria, but you hung out with people you met and then you hung around with your friends. And I did have a couple of friends at first. And then as I, as the years went by, I, it grew more. I got equated with a lot of people. And uh, 
Let's see. I, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, and also, I want to talk about gym class. You know, when you go for the first time, uh, you have your school uniforms. Uh, the guys uh, wore the white T-shirts and the orange shorts. And the girls wore the those blue gym gym outfits that they all despised, and they still do to this day. Because <laughs> I wrote, I one time I posted a picture in on my uh, Facebook page, the Bengal Lancer, which is our school newspaper. And uh, oh, the comments they made about that—they they were sometimes funny and sometimes nasty, but they had a point. You know, they weren't very attractive. So in a gym class, you know, PE, I remember my first gym teacher was Mr. Toth. I remember him. Uh, and then he, uh, we played volleyball. We played bombardment, uh, which is dodgeball. We went outside. We played softball. I remember those activities. And, uh, you know, I tried. I'm not a very athletic person. I'm still not. I, I'm just uh, not coordinated. I'm not a sports fan. I, tr- I do my best, you know, keep my mouth shut, but that's not an easy thing to do. Okay, so uh, going to sophomore year, uh, for those who are listening, uh, I would just reference to people that were that I graduated with in the class of 1981. Also, people who graduated from other years will remember that. As for people who not familiar from my high school, I hope you understand. So, uh, But I will mention all the places around the surrounding area where Bogan was lo- is located at 79th and Pulaski, which is still there. So sophomore year was the roughest year I ever had. That was bad. So um, some of the courses were the same, gym class. Uh, I also remember um, gym class, my, my gym teacher was Mr. Trandy, one of the nicest men I ever knew. And we had swim class. Little did people know I never, I couldn't swim, and I still don't. So one, so we had, I had no choice. You know, I should have went to the teacher. I should have went to Mr. Train and said, I can't swim, you know, but I didn't. I was too scared to confront them because, you know, adults at the time to me are intimidating, and, you know, I don't want to cause any trouble. So one, one, one day, we, I went into swim class. We changed. We put in our swimming trunks, and then they asked us to go into the pool. And I did, and I was drowning when I fell in. And all the kids were yelling, laughing. And then Mr. Trandy jumped, dived in and saved me. And then he says, Peter, why didn't you tell me you didn't know how to swim? And I said, I didn't, you didn't ask. <laughs> He's just laughing at me. <laughs> but you know what he did? After class, um, sometimes when class was louder, he stayed with me and helped me try to try to teach me. And I did my best, but I couldn't do it. And, uh, you know, he wasn't disappointed, but he knew he knew I tried. But he, that was very sweet and very concerning that he took the time to, to, to t- try to teach me to swim. And that was wonderful. You know, I even told that to my parents and like, oh, it's nice. You know, he's still a nice man. He was, a, he was a nice man. Uh, he unfortunately passed away a few years ago. I heard he ran a dancing school, which I didn't know. But he was one of the nicest teachers I ever had. Uh, but sophomore year was rough. And then um, towards the end of sophomore year in 1979, uh, my parents decided that we would go to Greece 
to travel to Greece for the summer. I didn't want to go because I want to hang around with my friends. I want to stay. I didn't. I was not in the mood. So anyway, we booked the flight, and I stayed there for two months in the summer of '79. Uh, at first, I didn't like it there, but then you, I loved it. It was a great place. I met my family, my my grandmother, my cousins, my aunts. I have a lot of family, both sides of the family, and. Uh, Little did I know that during August of 79 that uh, disco demolition occurred, and I had no idea about that. And a lot of the kids in my class attended it, and they had a blast. They loved it. Steve Dahl and Lorelei, and uh, it was during the White Sox game at Comiskey Park. They had a doubleheader. They had to cancel the, the second game because there was a riot, and there was beer cans, debris, garbage all over the place. It was chaotic it was disgusting but it, but very memorable a friend of my brother's wrote to him when we were in greece i wrote him a letter told him about it and my brother didn't mention it but when i returned to chicago i found out from the kids in the neighborhood all about it i go i had no idea and the same thing happened when i returned for junior year at bogan now junior year everything simmered down uh i was less picked on I wasn't bullied much, and then I sort of fit in with the kids, which I'm glad. So I remember the kids wearing the concert shirts and uh, the combs they put in the back pockets, and the the girls with the feathered hair. Oh, they're so pretty. My, the, all the girls in my uh, class are, are beautiful, and they still are. And uh, I remember the concert shirts. Uh, they had the loop, WMET. They had... Uh, uh, rock groups. I remember Blue Oyster Cult. I remember April Wine, The Cheap Trick, The Who. Uh, I can't think of it. There's a lot of Aerosmith. Yeah, they had that. Of course, across the street from Bogan High School was Cruising Music, the record store. And I did go there. I frequently, I love going there. It's like you go to escape and you s- browse and go through the album covers and the A tracks. And the uh, and the cassettes, and then you had the 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 bong room in the back. <laughs> I remember that it smelled. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember uh, the t-shirts hanging from the from the ceilings. The the surveys from radio stations from WLS, uh, the Loop, WMET, also WDAI, which turned into disco, and that was a big. Uh, Yahoo! You know, like a, a big uh, furor about that. Even uh, a lot of people hated it. A lot of people still hate disco. I, I like it, but I like rock music as much as anyone else. So I like variety, which is fine. And uh, so, cruising music was a great store. I have a Facebook page on Facebook. You could follow me on that. And uh, so it's uh, I posted. Uh, Album covers, uh, and there's some photos from the original uh, owners, and they, they're very helpful. They posted that, so you can, if you go on Facebook, you'll see. Anyway, so um, junior year was a great year. Uh, also, you learn how to drive, so you take driver's ed. And I was nervous about, you know, driving, so uh, driver's ed was held across the street. And I remember a couple, one, one teacher, Mr. McGee. 
a lot of people liked him, but uh, he was intimidating to me because uh, one time when you drove to practice, we drove to my old neighborhood in Roseland, and I think because he used to live there, I never asked him, and I told him, I told Mister McKee, this is where I used to live, and he didn't believe me. <laughs> he thought I was BSing him, and it's not true. I, I was because my father owned the property. I lived above the shoe store in the apartment, but uh, he wasn't convinced. Uh, I tried. I told my parents about it when I got home, and they told me, nah, forget him. <laughs> what, did he, what does he know? But he seemed a very nice guy. I remember one time, uh, gym class in junior year, there, uh, there was a softball game from another class, and one kid hit, uh, hit the ball, and the guy out in the field dropped it, and he swore at him real loud, and then there was a gym teacher, Mr. Catali, and he yelled, hey, real loud. It was the funniest thing I ever saw. I couldn't stop laughing about that. And he was a nice man. I remember him. I had some great teachers there. There was um, there are two that are still living uh, living with us. They're still alive. Mrs. Romagliotis, and there was Mr. Ortiz, which he was, he still is a wonderful man. I never had him as a teacher, but uh, my brother did, so he's he's a he's a fine man. He still is, and he he's been there since the begin almost in the beginning of the school. And uh, let's see, I can't think of anything else. So now I'll go into senior year, and that was the best year of my life. I loved it. You know, you get your class ring, you're getting prepped up for graduation. You uh, a lot of people did the work program. I forgot what it's called exactly. So, and. Uh, so, like, uh, for kids, they would go to school, like, early in the morning. They would get out about 10 or 11, and then they go for their jobs, you know. And uh, I tried to find work when I was at school. Uh, I had a job as a busboy at Mr. Steer's Steakhouse, and uh, it was located at 63rd and Kedzie. I only worked there for about a couple months. Uh, I didn't like it. I was just being spoiled. <laughs> but that was my first real job. And I tried to find work at Fort City Mall nearby. I applied everywhere. I've applied everywhere. Weebolts, JCPenney, Montgomery Ward, uh, Woolworths, Super X Drugs, the Harvest House Cafeteria, anywhere. Nothing. Even Turnstile was there, but then it closed and it went to Venture. Uh, I tried at Fort City Cinema. Nothing. Nothing at all. I couldn't uh, couldn't get a job, which is unfortunate. So, uh, So senior year... Uh, I had the best time of my life, and uh, we had it uh, at the Air Crown Theater in McCormick Place, and all the kids were there. And uh, so it was a so it was the last day on June fifth, and uh, it was kind of sad, but it was very nice, and we were free. And then we went on to our lives in the future. So that's why I recorded this special show. Um, I hope the kids in my class would like, uh, would enjoy this program and uh, other Bowen graduates too. I've had a couple of comments uh, from people already and they said, why are you doing this? This is silly. It's a waste of time. I don't want to be intimidated. I want to do this. I want to talk about it because I feel very relieved. And then uh, about 10 years ago, we had our uh, 30th reunion. Actually, we had two. It was the best time of my life. It was nice seeing everyone. I didn't go to the 10th one because I didn't know about it. I had no clue. Uh, or the 20th. Uh, no, I remember the 10th one. I had to work and I couldn't make it. And uh, the, the 20th, I think it was because of 9-11. So 
Lennon and Hammond. So, so I had a great time. And then uh, we will have our next reunion on September 17th, 2021. And hope to see everybody. If you know anyone who's not on Facebook or Twitter or on social media, give them a call your classmates, call them on the landline, their cell phone, text them, tell them the the, reu- the reunions all said it's going to be on September 17th. And I hope they come and I hope to see everybody. It'll be a lot of fun. So uh, that'll be all for today for this special episode of of me graduating from Bogan High School 40 years ago today. I'm glad you enjoyed the program. I will, uh, next episode, I will talk about, uh, we go back to normal. We'll talk about uh, things in Chicago that are no longer around, and uh, that should be fun. Okay, so um, this is P. Costanes for host of Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Uh, this is season two, episode 26. I'm glad. You uh, you could join me and listen to me. And now this is bye-bye for now. And he, take it away, Ray Rayner. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>